Welcome to the Communicate for Good podcast, where leaders on a mission to make the world a better place come to talk and learn about how communication, language, and words can help increase awareness, revenue, and impact with less stress and more joy. I'm your host, Erica Mills Barnhart, and I'm so excited you're here with me. Let's dive right in. Hello, and welcome to the Communicate for Good podcast. I am your host, Erica Barnhart, and I'm excited you're here. Today, we're going to talk about a concept that I actually don't think I've talked about on this podcast, or if I have, it's been so long that I've forgotten. Um, So it's time for a revisit. And that concept is mental file folders. So in the last episode, episode 82, uh, we talked about spring cleaning right? Because it's spring cleaning season because April when these are all originally going to be released. So let's just, you know, I want to just stick with that for a second, which is let's assume that you have cleaned up, you know, said bye-bye to some of the dust bunnies. So there's a bit more clarity around your communication. But now it's so the surfaces are kind of, you know, cleaner, all of those things, but you're left with the task of organizing. So if the last episode was about like cleaning up and whatnot, this is about organizing. It's also tax season, at least in the United States, it's tax season. So we can use this, right, as an analogy, of course, as an analogy, because it has to do with file folders, right? Like I'm literally, I'm not kidding. I'm looking at the stack of tax-related things that have come in. This is, can you hear my tone of voice? Tax-related things that come in. I love paying taxes. Taxes mean that, you know, I'm blessed and I've been successful. I have nothing against taxes. But I don't like preparing for them. Kind of bogs me down because it's paperwork, which bogs me down. But I'm looking over here and I'm like, okay, I need to get all this stuff out and it needs to go into the file folders. Now, fun thing to know. I mean, there's a reason that we have both physical and electronic file folders, right? That we like sort of when we transition to a more electronic virtual environment, we kept that structure, right? Big file folder, little file folders, and it gets more granular from there. You can actually tell a lot about somebody by looking at how they file things. (laughs) Oh, please don't come look at how I file things. I mean, the basics are there, right? And the basics for everybody are this idea of what's the big idea? And you go from there. Why does this matter for communication? Now, let me pause here for a second. If you're new to this podcast, right, it's called Communicate for Good. That's the model that we talk about. So I want to orient to which level we're talking about. So with the Communicate for Good model, it's good for you, yourself, your team, your organization, and by extension, the world. This is, I mean, really mainly at the organizational level. There's tidbits that you might apply um, at the other levels, but I, I want, this one is really about the organizational level, and external communication. Okay, so where, like, what is the big file folder that a client, a customer, a donor, a volunteer, insert whoever it is that is important for you to attract to your work because you need them in order to be successful? What is it? Okay, so there's the big folders, and then there's subfolders. Now, so the question is, what's the primary first, okay? And this sounds, and I've done this so many times in so many trainings, so, you know, so many organizations, 
And the most effective way, and honestly, the most fun way that I found to do this is to actually have, this is so cheesy sounding, but trust me when I say it's really effective, is to literally have file folders, okay? And then you can really play with putting smaller one into a bigger one. You know, like I have brought in a file cabinet because it's tactile, okay? And it's just, so if you're going to do this, that actually is a fun way to do it, is to bust out the, not the art, the office supplies, And I'm going to run through a few examples. Let's just start with a generic sort of Starbucks. I mean, there's a good story here. So Starbucks, what's the big file folder? For most people, it's going to be coffee. Okay. Now, does Starbucks do, do they sell a whole bunch of other things? Yeah, they totally do, right? They have a lot of food. They kind of, they want to be known as this like community gathering place, at least Howard Schultz would like that. But really, it's all about the coffee. And then, and then what? And then what? And what are the subfolders? So you can have subfolders, but they're always going to, they are a coffee company. Okay, so that's their big file folder. Now, the interesting story is now we're used to walking into Starbucks and being like, oh, look, there's food. And some of that food now is pot. But their first experiment, or one of their early experiments, I don't know if it's first early experiments, um, was soup. And the reason that this was a failed experiment was that the soup competed with the smell of a coffee. And so they had to ixnay that, right? Because that would have undermined the mental file folder that people might have now, that they might have filed them under. Now they're like, wait, 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 is it, is this like a restaurant? Is it, what is it? And so they're a very interesting example, also one that most of us know, of That's the primary file folder. So nothing can really compete with that. Now, let's taxes. Let's go there. Now, there may be a little variation. You might do yours a little bit different, but fundamentally, most people will have a file folder that says, cleverly, taxes. (laughs) And then it's going to be by what? By year. And then by what? By quarter, right? If, If that's something that you need to do. So it's taxes, year, quarter, Now, other, you know, you may have your slightly differently for taxes. If you file separately, it might be taxes by person, by year. But the big file folder is always going to be taxes, right? Why is this so important from an organizational communication perspective? This is about branding, right? And it's about branding. It's about how our brains work. So you want to make it as easy as possible for somebody to retrieve you from their mental file folders. So this isn't necessarily just about where they put you first, right? Where they file you away. It's about retrieval. And this is important because it becomes about word of mouth, which is still one of the biggest forces of of communication success and momentum for almost any organization, but especially for nonprofits. So where are they going to file you? Okay, so maybe they file you as in nonprofits. Great. There are what, now 1.3 million nonprofits uh, just in the U.S. alone. So what's the next thing? And this, you may be listening to me like, this is going to be so, like, this is so easy. Of course, it's going to be And I think you might be surprised at the difference of opinion of people within the organization. And that's important to true up because, of course, Those who work for the organization are talking about the organization. So it's a way to get alignment internally so that it drives engagement externally. All right, so I want to give you a couple examples. So I was working with an organization, and 
they teach kids to be great readers. Okay, so it's a peer-to-peer tutoring model, and they but fundamentally they're about teaching uh, elementary school kids how to be great readers. Okay, because they believe every kid deserves to be a great reader. Wonderful organization. Now, what's the primary file folder? Is it kids, or is it education, or is it reading? Right. So when we did this, there was, you know, there was a difference of opinion. It was between those three things. Nobody was like, I don't know, like wallabies. It should be wallabies, clearly, you know. So like it was these three things, but the hierarchy matters. The hierarchy matters. And so they decided that it was going to be education first. That's their big file folders. They are about education. Now, why would that be? It's because it was possible that down the road, they might approach, they might broaden what they would be doing within the education space. It's always going to be for kids. They were always going to be K through 12. They had no aspirations of of beyond. But education was the main place that they were going to be. And then it was K through 12. Okay. And then it was reading because it turned out that like, and those could have been swapped, right? No, it could have been education, reading, or literacy, and then kids or students, right? So K through 12, K through 16. And this is a matter of what's the, what's the likelihood that we might expand to different subjects versus different ages of students. Every time, I mean, this is the question, what it boils down to. So whatever you're focused on, you're going to end up with your big file folder. And then it's like, what's next? What are the subfolders? And are they on equal footing or do we need to sequence them? And why does this matter in terms of your messaging? Because this bubbles up into your, your, the sequencing of your messaging, especially in your mission, vision, values, and purpose statements, your identity statements, as I like to call them. So let me give you another example. So this is an organization, and what they do is clean water for kids around the world. They do it, this organization that's now called Splash. They do all sorts of interesting um, things around water and water sanitation. But their file folders, whereas the other organization, which is Team Read, started with education and literacy, Splash started with kids. Because when we were having this conversation, they were like, there's no scenario where we're going to change for whom we do this. It's always going to be kids. So then interestingly, water sanitation was in the, was a subfolder of kids because they were like, there's all sorts of ways that we may want to improve the lives of these kids. And they work internationally. And so that's why kids went first, water sanitation, and their ability to predict the future was pretty darn good, right? They have, they have expanded. They're still mainly about cleaning water for kids around the world. But then it's like, what's the application of clean water? What are the other variables? So now it's about water, sanitation, and health, right? It's about the health, which is, you know, an outcome, obviously, but there are other elements to it. And, and so water isn't the only thing that they're focused on. It's not the only thing that they're talking about. They knew that intuitively that's probably somewhere down the road they were going to want to be able to expand, but it was always going to be for kids. So they work at orphanages and they leverage existing you know, systems or places where there's already clean water and quite an amazing organization is always going to be about the kids for them. And that's what they want to be known for. So those are two different examples. So the question, and I'll give you the example of Claxon, just because, you know, we did go through kind of a recent, I would say it was a reorganization of the file folders 
being put into a larger file folder, which can happen. So if this resonates with you, this might be um, a move that you want to consider. So Claxton have been Claxton Marketing for a long number of years. And we were known primarily for, and the work we primarily did was at the organizational level of the Communicate for Good model. And then over time, for a variety of reasons I've talked about, but including like, you really can't separate you know, organizational from team, from individual communication. It's all related. And so then we expanded, but that work of using, of communicating for good and using words to change the world and workplaces, you know, marketing in my world, in my brain is a subset of communication. Now, other people don't see it that way, but in that, you know, I'm the founder of the company, I get to make some choices. <laughs> and so that's why we transitioned from Claxton Marketing to Claxton Communication, which was to broaden it all, all roads lead back to communicating with clarity and confidence. All roads lead back. But we expanded the types, you know, the level at which we were going to work. So now a lot more of Claxton's work is with the individual coaching with leaders, training teams. Um, that has become much more central to what we do. Um, and that was because of moving ourselves up into a higher level file folder. Maybe it was a different file folder altogether. <laughs> you know, we could we could debate that a little bit. But that's the idea. And it, and it does take some, you know, if you're going to do a shift like that, um, it does take some effort to make sure that people are like, oh, I'm not just going to think of Claxon when it's about me being frustrated with our mission statement. <laughs> yes, we still help organizations. The format's different. It's now in that accelerated format so that you can get the results you want a lot faster than in the past. Uh, however, that's not the only time, right? That's one application of the Claxon method that we work with our clients. So we're also, but that expansion took some, you know, it's it's still in progress, I would say. But like I said, our work has shifted. We are doing that work at the team level, at the individual level. And it's awesome. It's fantastic. But it does it does take some intentionality to get there. So if you're needing to do a shift like that, I totally get it. And I also get maybe some resistance to it because it's change. And change is hard, right? Change is hard, as we've talked about. And we will inevitably talk about it again um, in a future episode. So that's the idea of mental file folders. Like, make it easy. Make it easier for people to be like, oh, right, Claxon, communication, great. Um, you know, subfolders, organization, team, individual, those are all on equal footing, but those are the subfolders for us as opposed to only being at that organizational level. What's your main file folder? Hey, what's your main file folder and what's the secondary? And what comes after that? But really getting that clarity at the higher levels, like it, it, you can go gangbusters if you want with like, oh my gosh, all the file folders and things that we will put in the file folders. And um, that actually can be very helpful work um, because then you, again, this informs sequencing of messaging. What's your biggie? What's your biggie and what comes next? And this is super fun to do as a team or at the organizational level. You'll get a lot of insight. And again, the point of this is to make it easy for the people that you come in contact with, not just to file you away, but to be able to find you. Because you know what? If you don't make it easy, you're going to go into the dun-dun-dun miscellaneous file folder. I've had, in all the times I've taught this, I've had one person who's like, I have to confess, I only have a miscellaneous, right? Like everything goes into miscellaneous. Okay. But it's not an efficient system. You know, and like if you're sticking everything in there, it's so hard to find what you want. 
And so are people going to make the effort to remember you and your organization and the good work that you're doing? Make it easy for them if you can. All right, my friends, that's it for today. Uh, I hope you will play with the idea of mental file folders. Do good, be well, and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Communicate for Good podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate it if you would right here, right now, go rate and review the podcast. Your review will help even more purpose-driven leaders, teams, and organizations learn how to use words to change the world. To find more ways that communication can help you increase awareness, revenue, and impact, head on over to www.claxon.communicationnos.com.